it ends up with a result that if, if nothing else is, um, you know, interesting and, and hopefully gives, gives a new take on the, the, the stereotypical bad guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let me answer this for you. <laughs> <laughs> no, seriously. Ant is one of the best actors I have ever worked with. And he does his fucking, excuse me, he does his work. <laughs> he works his butt out. He knows back and forth the character, the scene. He's thought about where it falls in the season. He, he's thinking. We just heard a small sample of my Rewind episode with Anthony Starr and Aya Cash who played the complex duo of Homelander and Stormfront from season two of The Boys. I participated in a roundtable, and here it is complete. Now, this was taped before revelations about her character came out. If you've seen the series, you know what I mean. Anthony, a uh, great name, by the way. Uh, but uh, I have to ask you, you seem to, even if it's not on the page, you seem to layer Homelander with a lot of nuances facially or whatever, uh, that kind of shows a little bit of his troubled past coming through and why he does the things he does. And especially in season two, after finding his son and trying to connect with him, speak on that aspect of playing him. I think a lot of that has to do with not, not putting any judgment on, uh, uh, on the bad things he does. It's very easy if you're playing the bad guy in inverted commas, um, to to become a little bit mustache twirly and arch um if you're looking if you're looking at the actions that the character character takes but i think like you know most most actors um when you're approaching anything like that i don't want to speak too much about acting but but you know you it's always about the reason why you know why 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 and it's always about what's underneath and um no one is no one is good or bad we're all different shades of gray and um i think it's about just l looking for that and to be honest um i mean we got not lucky but we're, we're very uh fortunate slash blessed slash whatever you want to call it that we've got a showrunner and writer head writer um show creator uh, eric kripke that is just so open to experimentation, collaboration, and all, all the all the good, <laughs> all, all the good words that you want to hear when you're in, embarking on a creative endeavor. So it's really um, it's a combination. And and look, it's not just down to me either. It's you know that we got fantastic directors. Uh, as I said, the writing. You know, it's a, it's a team effort, and um, you know it 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 ends up with a result that if if nothing else is. Um, you know, interesting and, and hopefully gives gives a new take on the, the, the stereotypical bad guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let me answer this for you. <laughs> <laughs> no, seriously. Ant is one of the best actors I have ever worked with. And he does his fucking, excuse me, he does his work. <laughs> he works his butt out. He knows back and forth the character, the scene. He's thought about where it falls in the season. He, he's thinking about 
who this person is, what they need, what they want at all times. And that is very rare. And that's why you see those things on his face that happen that just like I did season one when I was watching, when I was like, who is this guy? That's why that all comes up on his face is because he's made that character. He's made really interesting decisions and surprising decisions about who that person is. And he has done the work to follow through. Okay, now you can talk. <laughs> and give, me, give me one second while I Venmo the hundred dollars. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so I, I, I got to tell you, I love a character like yours that just speaks her mind and just cuts through the BS. It, she is just a lot of fun. She's going to be really an interesting voice in the show this season. Thank you. I think so, too. I think that um, she is a very complicated character and she's going to um, there are going to be moments when you think wow, I just really agree with her. And there's going to be moments where you really don't. I hope you really don't, because there's some very clear moments of really good and bad. Yeah. More with Anthony Starr and Aya Cash in a moment. These were two characters that certainly had a complex relationship. They were both competitive and yet maybe mirror images of each other. Oh, I see where you're going. You're going in the, the little Buddhist, the little Buddhist tangent with the reflection <laughs> self, eh? Um, look, I think I think play, playing a dark character is it, there's so many pitfalls and there's so many ways you can you can, as I said before, get mustache twirly and arch, and uh, uh, sometimes that's compo compounded by the, the 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 people that you work with and and what how they receive you you know i've always thought like my take on bad guys has really got nothing to do with the the person like if you have an, a, a bad guy walks into a room they don't have to do anything it's always about reaction you could have an old lady walk in the room and if everyone goes <gasps> then we know something about that tells the story about that old lady so that to me is the way that you avoid uh the mustache twirly arch thing but the the funny thing is is when you get a character like you said that re that reflects um a lot of the, the the strengths and weaknesses of your character coming in and and, and negotiating that exchange uh one is really challenging two is much is it's fun it's you know i i can honestly say like having aya come in and thank god she's like a lovely person because that would be disastrous if she wasn't but having someone like Aya come in that is just is such a, a great person and an open uh and available and talented collaborator like like having someone to play hardball with um is crucial to, to make the dynamic of the relationship work and I think um in all the the light and dark places that the relationship goes well, mostly dark places that the relationship goes um, I think that's a, a testament to the to our ability to be able to work together and communicate together because we like each other. <laughs> oh, wow, that got away from me. <laughs> I uh, help. Well, I think that they they have a lot of similarities, but they also have some complementary things. I actually 
uh, I think um, Stormfront is actually not insecure in the way that Homelander is, which is right. interesting because they both have really big egos, which Antis said before, you know, the, the that's often a reflection of the insecurity. Stormfront is not insecure. Stormfront is very secure with herself. Um, and I think that's really attractive to Homelander because it's ego that is backed by... Uh, by certainty in herself and and um that is i think very intriguing to him um but it's also very confronting because it's so fragile well yeah it's i mean i think you're right it's intriguing um but you know sometimes sometimes we're attracted to things that uh, that attracted attracted attraction doesn't necessarily mean uh, the, the, the conventional sense of the word attraction, you know, you're, I can be attracted to uh, punching people and that's uh, going to be a negative, do you know what I mean? It's, it can be a very negative attraction and I think that is what it is because as, she's very challenging to him and very threatening to him, so it's uh, it's, it's, a, it's a multifaceted relationship. Mm-hmm. More of a deep dive on the characters of The Boys, Season 2, with Anthony Starr and Aya Cash in a moment. The series exploring those social issues. Yeah, I mean, th- th- that's one of the great things about, uh, about this show. You know, we live in a world that's, that's saturated by, uh, by, by comic, uh, excuse me, graphic novel uh, content um, nominated by Marvel and DC. You know, there's a, there's a lot of it out there. But they tend to take on um, the safer elements of and and more morally uh, mainstream and ethically mainstream ideas of good versus evil. Um, there's not a huge amount past that, I dare to say. Whereas this this show, because of its um, slightly grubbier nature, it can really dip into some social issues that. Uh, that would be untouchable for those other other comic book franchises, um, and that's great. But as I've always, as I've said since day one, you know, it's 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 a bit of a, a show for all comers because as much as I mean, you can you can turn up and and get those deeper meanings and really look into the 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 underlying thematic issues, uh, thematic themes going on, or you can just turn up and have a hell of a lot of fun because the show is is ultimately um, set up in a, a universe in a world of comics and superheroes. So it's larger than life. It's, it's not real and it, it allows a good amount of escapism and fun. And I think that's to me, the most important thing aside from, um, you know, trying to change the world through art uh, is that it allows people to turn up and shut their day to day off and, just spend an hour of, of fun. Yeah, it's very, it's fun to play, but it's also hard. I mean, there are moments yeah. where stuff comes up that you're like, is this, you know, as an actor, you are there to, um, to sort of translate the, the work right of the writer that like you're you're speaking things that maybe somebody else has put together so they're telling a story and you're trying to bring humanity to it or whatever and sometimes you have input about lines or or plot 
stuff, um, but often you don't. And sometimes you come up against something and you're like, is this the right way to do it? Is this how I, you know, and you, that's why you have to work with people that you trust and think are really smart and talented. And when I agreed to take this job, and let's be clear, I auditioned, so I also <laughs> went after this job, um, but it was, uh, I, I spoke with Eric first um, uh, about the complications of this world and their sort of real life reverberations and, and reflections and how it was going to be handled. Um, and I had a lot of trust in him and thought he was really, I thought he was smarter than me. And I was like, great. Okay. So we can, we can work together. He's, and, in fantasy, he's smarter than most people. So, you know, <laughs> exactly. doesn't take much with me. But, but I was going to say, that my head because I just assume everyone's fucking smarter than me. <laughs> <laughs> so it's good. It's, it's, it's both. It's both like thrilling. And also it's, it's scary because there, when you're dealing with things that are very topical and emotional for people, you want to do the right thing and you want to be um, someone who translates the world around you into something both watchable but also teachable. Um, I don't say to just cut <laughs> immediately cut teachable from that sentence. I apologize. <laughs> the teachable moment. There you go. There we go. Yeah, gross. Gross. I take it back. <laughs> Guys, it seems like both your characters might run into some conflicts. Uh, Homelander and Edgar, I think, are going to have some moments. They've already had one. And Aya, I think uh, Stormfront and Starlight might be having a little bit of a conflict, too. Talk about those kind of uh, obstacles in both your ways there a little bit. You go first, time. Well, Starlight, it's interesting because Starlight, um, I think, is... Uh, sort of enamored of Stormfront at first. She sort of does and says everything that Starlight wishes that she could do. It's kind of like, um, you know, looking up to someone and thinking like, okay, I didn't know that was possible. You know, Starlight has just worn the costume that they gave her. Stormfront would have said absolutely not. And so, so she, I think she's excited to see that there's, uh, there's another way to be. And Stormfront is very uninterested in being her teacher. She is basically like, just do it. I don't, you know, and so, um, I think there's some tension there of, of Starlight, uh, at least looks like she's wanting to um, make friends and um, and sort of be mentored by, and Stormfront's like, bitch, do it yourself. <laughs> uh, little old Mr. Edgar. Um, <laughs> so, so Homeland, at the end of season one, we see Homeland is really, uh, taken very bold steps to fulfill his dream of being realized and recognized as a god um, in uh, killing his, his uh, mummy figure, Stillwell, and that, oh, that that clears the way for him seemingly to, to, to advance within the company and um, and fulfill that, that dream of his. There is this little roadblock, roadblock called Mr. Edgar, who, uh, who, as we see through season two, you know, we're lucky enough to have Giancarlo Esposito. Oh, yeah. just, I mean, he's a fucking force. Uh, he's just such a good actor, and it was—I I, got to be honest. Like for me, I didn't really, I didn't really care what happened. I just wanted to work with the guy because he's, I respect him so much. Um, and we had a great time really, um, like two Rams, the old Ram and the young Ram 
butting heads you know it was a it was a hell of a lot of fun and uh he really is a challenging um just a huge challenge for, for homelander because because he's someone that homelander can't brute force out the way there's 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 a different game going on with edgar and it's political and it's financial and it's corporate and it's a whole new entity that homelander now has to deal with because he's removed the buffer in madeline stillwell so now it's direct communication and that has its disadvantages which he learns very quickly and then um throughout the season those two really i mean that relationship is tested to the full so uh without giving too much away it's uh it was a really interesting um and and fun uh part of the job for season two thank you thanks guys looking forward to it you guys are awesome i appreciate it man thank you the Boys airs on Amazon Prime. I believe their fourth season, just saw the trailer for it, is coming up really soon. Sci-Fi Talk Plus is a great podcasting gift, not only for yourself, but also your friends and family. There's over 800 episodes, commercial-free, uncut, and even special programs. Best part? It's free. Click on the link in the show notes for that free lifetime access. This is Tony Tolado.